1620. Welcome to Let's Go Pensacola. I am your host, Julio Diaz. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. All that good stuff to you. We are less than a week away from Christmas Day. And I figured what better time to get into the uh, the festive spirit if you aren't already uh, with the discussion of and, and we'll, maybe we'll even play a little for you. Uh, a discussion of Christmas music, uh, some of our favorites and uh, you know maybe some of our not so favorites. Uh, joining me on the line, a person that I've definitely had these conversations with many, many times, uh, my former co-host on our former radio show, Sound Salvation, on another radio station, uh, also the talent booker at Vinyl Music Hall, Chris Wilkes. That is all. Hey, Chris. Happy Christmas to you. Well, thank you very much. Well, uh, you know, I, I, you and I obviously have talked, love to talk about music, and we are, you know, is it fair to say, I mean, does it sound pompous if I say we're kind of experts? Uh, no, but I would also uh, say that we're both, uh, <clears throat> to, to put at least a little bit of a uh, uh, self-deprecating spin on it, I would say we're also insufferable know-it-alls. Well, yeah, that's that's fair. And, and, <laughs> and, and above and beyond that, I think we're both just generally music fans. You know, yeah. I think that we we have an appreciation for all varieties and genres of music. I, I know I always like to say, I, I've got a friend that's actually got a, a series of Facebook threads going right now. It says, if you don't like X genre of music, what's the one exception that you do like from that genre? And, and you know, he's gone through with folk and rap and country and opera, you name it, blah, blah, blah. I always I, like... I, yeah, I, I can't think of any that, that I can't find... Maybe polka, but I, even in the right context, uh, polka is okay. Oh, no, there's some great polka out there. I mean, like, check out Brave Combo if you've never checked them out. No, I, I'm yeah. not saying there's not talent in it by yeah. any means. It's just not, I'm, I'm not going to listen to polka in the car. Uh, not, but if you know. Not even Weird Al? Well, that's different. Okay. Weird Al's different in every, in everything. Yeah, but so what I'm getting at is I like to say that I can. I, I like the best of every genre. That's, there you go. That's not to say that there's not bad in every genre, too, because there absolutely is. No matter how much I love the genre, uh, you know, there, there's certainly bad music within that, that genre. But yeah. but I, but so, you know, I, I feel like, you know, Christmas music, you get into re- really crossing a lot of genres. Uh, and, and what I'm leading up to is because the, the first segment of the show is the shortest segment of the show, and I don't want I don't want to spend a lot of time on putting coal in people's stockings. Uh, I thought we'd get the 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 bad stuff out of the way first. The, the stuff okay. that stuff that's that's just annoying or irritating, or you know everybody's got their their target song or songs for this time of year that they're just like, oh God, I just don't want to hear that. Never again, never again, and and, and we'll yeah. start. We'll start out with, and I know this is one that you you went on a little bit of a rant about on Facebook this week, but uh, and 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 I will say, folks, I'm not going to play this song. So if you're not out yet, I am not going to send you to 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 Wamhalla. We're not going we're not going to play Last Christmas, I promise. But we are going to talk about Last Christmas by Wham, which is my 
you know, I, I know that it's become a cliche and there's the whole Whamageddon game that, that I'm referencing here. Uh, but man, I just don't like that song. And I just, I, I, I haven't since at least four or five years after it was released. I was okay with it when it first came out in 85, but, uh, it's just so sappy and cloying and it's such an earworm. I, 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 that, that's the biggest problem I have with it is that if you hear it, it's going to be stuck in your head for weeks. I, I agree too. Uh, and, and uh, I'm not accusing you uh, of jumping on the bandwagon of hate for it. Uh, Cause I know you've been around long enough to have, Hated it longer. <laughs> yeah, no, and I get that it's kind of like people were born. Yeah, I get that it's kind of uh, like hating Nickelback. You know, everybody says they hate Nickelback. Well, you know, they're still hugely popular, and that song right. is still hugely uh, popular. Or else it wouldn't yes, be it continued is. to play every year for for what is it thirty uh, five years now? Uh, yeah, something yeah. like that. What was it? Eighty five? Yeah, eighty five. Yeah, um, I'm on the opposite uh, end of the spectrum uh, with that one. Uh, as a lot of people are with, you know how some people like some songs or some bands or whatever, ironically? Right. I don't dislike that song. Iron- I, I, I'm not even quite sure what I'm saying. Like, uh, just because we talked about this before, because it's become so meme-worthy uh, to dislike that song. People that haven't had to listen to it for 35 years and, like, probably just heard it five years ago, maybe for the first time. But it has become a very meme-worthy thing to dislike. Uh, and I think that the internet has, has kind of pushed it. It's, as far as I'm concerned, I, I, I couldn't really care one way or the other. I don't think it's a terrible song. Uh, I haven't worked retail in over 20 years. So if I, if I get hit with it, it, it's usually once or twice in a season. Uh, I can very much see how people that do work retail have an aversion to it because it does wind up on every single retail stores, 30 minute long loop. So you do an eight hour shift and you've heard it 16 times. I get that. Yeah. Get rid of it. Yeah. Uh, but as somebody that's not inundated with it, I'm just kind of like, whatever it's, it's a sappy Christmas song, whatever. See, and I just think, you know, there's lots and lots of covers of it. I don't even think there's a good cover of it. There's bands I like, like Jimmy Eat World, no. that have covered it. And I just, I'm Yeah, not, and I've never heard that. I know it exists, but I've never heard it. I'm not here for any version. And there are other songs that, that people get all tied up about uh, that I don't feel the same way about. Uh, one I want to talk about next is one certainly like the biggest the most recent biggest Christmas hit, it gets back into the charts every year. And that's uh, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You. And uh, I don't care for Mariah Carey. She's obviously a very talented singer. I don't think she's ever clubbed a seal before. Uh, that so you know of. whatever. Uh, yeah, that I know of. Um, some, you know, somebody needs to call in or, you know. Yeah, an ex-husband maybe, but not a seal. Uh, that said, that's another one. It's just like, it just, it, it doesn't really bother me. If I was working retail, same as last Christmas, uh, it, uh, and you know you were going to hear it 16 times a day. I can understand wanting, like, the poor people that have to, like, work the small world ride. I'm fine riding it <laughs> the small world once a Disney trip, and that's enough. But if I had to hear it 16 times a day, I can see, you know, want to pull my teeth out with pliers. Well, and see, and this is this is one, too, where there are covers out there. And, and I, I don't mind the Mariah Carey version. I actually don't. But uh, Well, they, we, ran, we, we both ran across a three-year-old one yesterday. Well, and I'm going to play a little, little bit of it right now. This is the band Charlie Bliss doing All I Want for Christmas is You. Don't want a lot for Christmas There is just 
little bit of Charlie Bliss there doing Mariah Carey's Christmas classic, All I Want for Christmas is You. Uh, so yes, get, giving it a little acceptable. giving a little indie rock spin on it. And I, I actually really recommend if you uh, hop on YouTube and look for the live version uh, that they did for Stereo Gum about three years ago. I think that's where it started. This is what I just played for you is uh, they actually went in a studio and recorded it last year. But uh, but check out that live version if you get a chance to as well, because it is uh, it is a lot of fun. Uh, we are coming up on our first break. Uh, we will be back in just a moment with more. You're listening to News Radio 92.3 and AM 1620. Radio 92.3 and AM 1620. Welcome back to Let's Go Pensacola. I am your host, Julio Diaz. And I'm just going to warn you that, that we're going to go a little over with the, the music today because we're talking about Christmas music and you can't really get into the spirit just by hearing us talk about it. You got to hear some of it. So uh, I, I'm playing that song, particular song because uh, it's my personal favorite, uh, what I call modern Christmas song. And by that, I mean pretty much anything from within my lifetime, uh, you know, within the last uh, a little less than 50 years, let's say. Uh, and uh, I've got Chris Wilkes, of course, from Vinyl Music Hall on the line with me, and we're talking about all our favorites. So this is a, this is a segment, Chris, that I know that you and I feel very strongly about and have a lot of favorites in. And, and, and Christmas wrapping is just my absolute favorite. And it's been around long enough now that a lot of other people have covered it, everybody from the Spice Girls to uh, Iggy Pop and Kylie Minogue did a version together, weirdly. I've never heard that. Yeah, wow, well, I'll, I'll, I'm going to look that up today. It's not my favorite, I, I will say, but uh, but it, it is a thing that exists. So, uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's out there. I, I, did, uh, I did hear something about um, the Spice Girls version, uh, I think, put the, uh, the songwriter of, of the song from the, from the Waitresses, uh, put his kids through school. Because he made so much royalties off the, them selling the Spice Girls Christmas album or whatever it was on, that uh, that so did they uh, for, for, for that album? Did they briefly rename themselves the uh, Pumpkin Spice Girls? No, like, nah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, I think there's still you know you still get plenty of ginger at Christmas. Let's put it that way. Uh, true, true. And that and she's the best Spice Girl anyway. So we're we're good there. Uh, <laughs> well, then every, every, every dad gets a bottle of Sporty uh, oh from his kid. <laughs> yeah, you mean Brute by Fabergé? <laughs> oh, keep asking. Yeah, uh, but but we digress. I, I just love that song, and it was like the waitresses had this weird situation when they when they put out their their debut album in the eighties. They had like the one song that was kind of a hit, which is "I Know What Boys Like," and then they had right. like this random We're Christmas theme. song. This random Christmas song that's on the album that they got some some uh, 
some airplay out of and but they were never like a huge band i don't think any song even like hit the top 40 or anything like that but the Didn't song is the yeah the theme from square pegs yeah but that wasn't a yeah. that wasn't a hit single either it was just on the uh, tv show so sure. yeah they had like these weird like brushes with oh we're we're about to make it memorable, no, memorable no. songs if not hit songs yeah, yeah, but this has become, you know, a, a holiday classic that you hear every year, and you hear the original version every year, despite it, you know, not originally having been a huge hit. And, and there's a few songs like that, uh, you know, um, we we can mention, you know, the Ramones' "Merry Christmas, I Don't Want to Fight." You know, the Ramones, yeah. even though they're one of the most influential bands of all time, never had a top forty hit. Uh, but that's one that you will hear on, you know, some mainstream radio stations this time of year. Of course, nowadays you hear Blitzkrieg Bop at sport events. So, uh, you know, time has caught up with the Ramones. Uh, but, you know, another, and it's a huge, huge classic uh, in in the UK and in other countries, but it's become a classic here, uh, despite the fact that it's not anything that ever got any airplay in uh, in the U.S., uh, I'm going to play a little bit of this one because it's a, another one of my my personal favorite. Uh, this is the Pogues with Kirsty McCall and Fairy Tale of New York. It was Christmas Eve, babe, in the drunk tank, an old man said to me. Won't see another one And then he sang a song The rare old mountain dew I turned my face away And dreamed about you Got on the lucky one Came in Years from beginning, so happy Christmas. I love you, baby. I can see a better time when all our dreams come true. bit of the pose with Kirsty McCall and Fairy Tale of New York, one of the absolute best modern day Christmas songs, and uh, one that I, I probably can't play all of on uh, on uh, uh, News Radio ninety two three. Unfortunately, there's a uh, you know some controversial uh, it, language. Not, it's not, yeah, it, and it's not just the language. Uh, just uh, there are parts of the lyrics that, in today's climate, uh, would be what they call problematic uh, beyond just the words themselves, which is ironic since it's only been really the last couple of years. And I mean, what's the song? 35 years old? Maybe? Ish. Yeah. Uh, no. Mid eighties. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's only been in the last couple of years that, that it's become a mainstream song in the U S uh, and by mainstream, I mean, 
something that, like, you walk into a retail store and you're going to hear it on their mix right after Wham. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, but, but, yeah, there are definitely parts of the lyrics that are, that are in today's climate considered very problematic. Well, uh, I still think it's a beautiful song. Uh, it's probably my favorite Christmas song ever. And it's also, it's, it's interesting because it's emblematic of, of something that I found is fairly common in, in more modern day Christmas songs. And again, I'm talking about like past 50-ish years yeah, right, worth, yeah, worth of original the... Christmas songs in that it's, it's not really necessarily a happy, cheerful story. You know, I mentioned the Ramones before that, Merry Christmas, I Don't Want to Fight. That's about, you know. A couple fighting at Christmas time. This song is about a couple fighting at Christmas time, and there's a lot yeah. of a lot of songs like that that uh, have a darker and more melancholy tone about the holidays that uh, that for some reason I tend to gravitate to. And it's not you well, know, that's not some like I grew up with experience. It, 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 that some people some people aren't dashing through the snow. Some people are fighting with their significant others and just trying to make it through. <laughs> So it's it, totally valid. Uh, the holiday—I mean, I love the holidays, uh, but it's not always a happy time. Uh, and I like that there's songs like that out there that that say sometimes this is a sad time. Uh, that doesn't mean we're not still reverent of it, but sometimes it's a sad time. Well, and you know, it's—it's. It's, I, I also like the the storytelling element of of that song. A lot of those songs, and uh, not all of those songs necessarily. Well, again, you may get be getting into non-traditional looks at the holiday season. Uh, right. They aren't necessarily downers, but they're still not really traditional Christmas sounds. And I'm going to play another example of that for you here. Uh, this is actually a cover of a song by the Vandals, but I actually prefer the version that I'm going to play, which is the one most people are probably more familiar with. This is No Doubt. Oil with, of the world. Oh, I thought this was going to be... Well, no, okay, yeah, go ahead. No, this is No Doubt with Oil of the World. Okay, okay. doubt there for you with oi to the world uh, again cover of a, a song by a great punk band called the vandals and their their version is fantastic too but i am partial to the no doubt version but you you, you think about it uh you know uh, uh, a a a race war within the punk rock world is not yeah. what you'd necessarily think of as a, as as a happy christmas song but it's so upbeat and so catchy and and it does come through with a you know we didn't play the whole song of course but it comes through with a a nice christmas message at the end it does uh, I will say that 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 song uses a uh, a note progression that I think every punk band that's ever been has used, uh, regardless of Christmas context. That da 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 da. I don't think anybody hasn't used that. Um, and I got to go back to the Vandals and think: Has Josh Freeze ever dressed up as Jack Frost? 
<laughs> and, and, wow, and that is a we're, that is a deep cut for probably most it, it, of the people that we are listening to this Josh program Reese right is, now. Is the, is, is the drummer for the Vandals. Uh, he was also the drummer uh, for a while for Oingo Boingo. He's been the drummer for Tool, Nine Inch Nails, uh, really anything Maynard sounds. So uh, Perfect he, Circle. He, he's worked uh, with uh, just can, about everybody, really. Yeah, but but he considers this goofy punk band his real band, and everything else is a side project. Well, you know, that's... And that's not a dig on the Vandals. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, I, I I don't know why I gravitate towards that one, but I think one of the reasons that I do is that I just think that they actually did that, No Doubt actually did that song for one of those very special Christmas compilations that they started coming out yeah. in the 80s, and they did uh, one at least every other year or so for, for several years, and they were, you know, charity records, and... Uh, You'd have, they were you know, always at the register at, at the register at bookstores and 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 record stores. Yeah, they, like, and you'd have a lot of very you know traditional songs on it, or very you know, and, and I just think that for for no doubt to do a Vandals cover in the middle of all that was just such an incredibly gutsy thing to do. I I think sometimes that band gets written off, but when you look at them doing don't things like what that, their roots in the scene were. I mean, they they may have outgrown the roots uh, or outgrown those roots faster than most and and by a much larger margin than most but that's where they came from well we do have to take another break we'll be back with more christmas music for you in a moment you're listening to news radio 92.3 and am Radio 92.3 and AM 1620. Welcome back to Let's Go Pensacola. I am your host, Julio Diaz. Cannot go through the holidays without a little Christmas and Hollis from Run DMC. Uh, we are talking about all of our favorite Christmas music with Chris Wilkes from Vinyl Music Hall. Uh, Chris, I, I, I'm going to keep on with the, the train of the more modern day holiday stuff for a little while here because uh, okay. there's so much of it that, uh, and I know both of us are just fans of that kind of stuff, but can you think of another Christmas hip hop song? Because I'm I'm coming up uh, blank. I know I know that uh, I know that um, uh, I know that Rev Run later did a a take on Santa Baby with some other people, but uh, as far as original Christmas hip hop songs, I, I'm I'm coming up short. 
Yeah, I can't think of another one. And that that was another one that was done for that very special Christmas uh, music series. And, um, you know, I, I think, again, was kind of a gutsy choice for inclusion in that kind of stuff. And it's become this, like, treasured holiday classic. Now, this is one that we definitely hear every year, and, and I don't know anybody that doesn't love it. But uh, at the time, you know, this was, you know, sitting on a record alongside, you know, Tom Petty and which great Tom Petty song on that album, too. Uh, um, Christmas time. Do you have the, the release but, date for uh, that one? Or the release, uh, would have been 84-ish, I want to say. I'd, I'd have to look it up, but it's it's pretty close to that. So uh, that was actually before, like, Raising Hell and UB Illin and no, there. No, it, it was after Raising Hell. I, I know that for okay. sure. But, but you know, like right after. Yeah, I'm getting my timeline off, but I, I couldn't remember if it was before they had these other, you know, sort of steps toward uh, mainstream success and making hip-hop mainstream. Yeah, no, uh, I mean, that's why they got like asked right to be on that record. That's why they got asked to be on that record, because you, because they were, you know, a known a known entity by that point. It was, uh, right. I guess it was 87, apparently. Uh, I mean, I know the, 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 the video looks like it cost about $10, but until the late 90s there weren't any hip-hop videos that didn't look like they cost about ten dollars that's true uh, like it, it, there was a time before hype williams yeah <laughs> uh, you know another interesting thing about that song that i think's worth noting is uh you know hip-hop especially in those days was very based on samples and right. that song in particular is based on a sample of a christmas song it's based on clarence carter's backdoor santa uh, from 1968. So I think that's kind of fun, a fun thing that a lot of people don't necessarily know. Which uh, isn't a dirty song at all. No, 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 not at all. Uh, but yeah, looking at, looking at and pulling up the, uh, the album, that, that very special Christmas that album that it was on, uh, you know, other artists on it were Whitney Houston, Sting, Bruce Springsteen, the E Street Band, Madonna, and Bob Seger. So, you know, that's a, the, was that Springsteen Santa Claus is coming to town? I don't think so. And, and that's definitely something I want to talk about a little later in the show. Okay, but okay, uh, okay. but uh, but that would have been uh, Sting doing I Saw Three Ships. And let me see, I can, I'm sure I can pull up the uh, the track listing and uh, and tell you for sure here. Very special Christmas. Uh, I do have an affinity for that. For the Santa Claus is coming to town. I do too. I actually, I actually really love that. And uh, while, while I'm looking for that, we can talk about that a little. I don't. Bit. Is there uh, is there a uh, is there a studio version of that? Because I've only ever heard a live version of it. I there may well be, but the live version is the one everybody knows. Now, actually, the Springsteen okay. song on this was another was another cover. It's not an original Springsteen song, but it's a cover of "Merry Christmas, Baby." Uh, okay. Which you know, and, and he of course did a great version of that. But you had, you had the Eurythmics doing Winter Wonderland, and the Pointer Sisters doing Santa Claus is Coming to Town, the Pretenders doing Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Uh, you know, a lot of these, uh, you know, very traditional. You know, a lot of covers. You know, Madonna's version of Santa Baby, which I actually really don't like, but you know, it exists. Uh, and then in the uh, in the the in the middle of that you got run dmc's christmas and hollis and as you know one of the few original songs on there too so i mean yeah. and you have bon jovi covering backdoor santa on that album too so oh. that, that's unfortunate <laughs> oh, <laughs> but we bon won't jovi. we won't get into bon jovi covers because if we do we have got to talk about the the uh version yeah. of uh christmas and uh fairy tale of new york that uh is is out now apparently and uh i i refuse to listen to it so we'll 
and again, we, we're, we're trying to uh, to concentrate on the uh, on the positive. So, uh, yeah. Chris, do you have you know? I've been kind of pulling out some of my favorites. What are what are some of your favorites of the more modern day Christmas songs? Man, I, I'm having trouble thinking of any that we haven't already talked about. Uh, uh, I did bring up the the, the Springsteen Santa Claus is coming to town. Uh, I I honestly remember a night. And I guess this would have been probably 87-ish. Uh, uh, and I was far beyond Santa Claus at this point. Uh, but still not to the point that Christmas morning itself wasn't still so terribly exciting. <coughs> and I've always needed uh, background noise, white noise, whatever, to sleep. Uh, so I had the radio on that night as I was trying to sleep. And I swear they had to have played that 12 times through the night, uh, that live version of Springsteen, Santa Claus is coming down, uh, because I did not sleep, and I think I heard it every time they played. Well, you know, the, the, the great thing, I'm, and I'm going to pull that up and play a little bit of it, so let, let's, let's hear a little bit of that first. <laughs> it's all cold down along the beach. Whipping down the boardwalk. <laughs> hey, man! You guys know what time it is? What time? What? 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 Oh, Christmas time. You guys are all good practice. The way Greg Clarence Clemens calling yeah. out to him. Clarence, you've been, you've been rehearsing real hard now. So Santa bring you a new saxophone, right? Everybody out there been good or what? Oh, that's not many, not many. You guys in trouble out here. <laughs> and you better watch out. You better not cry. You better not bow. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. bit of Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band with Santa Claus is coming to town. Uh, you know, what, what, what I love about that version, aside from the fact that it's just an absolutely great performance and there's a, a killer saxophone solo coming up past that from the great late, great Clarence Clemens. Uh, yeah. And that's, you know, you may have heard Chris pop in on there while that was playing, uh, mentioned that that's who the call and responses were. All that stage patter at the beginning of that is, is I think, almost what makes that version of the the song special more than anything more than the song itself more than the the springsteen cracking up in the middle of it while while santa's apparently on stage going ho 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 uh you know it's just so it's just so darn charming more than anything else i think is the best way it to really put it. is and and, and and it really does uh take me back to being 11 12 years old and not being able to sleep that night uh and yeah, it, it's it's just great. Uh, I want to I want to also mention you know before we run out of time in this segment, 
uh, just to bring things up to a little more modern, uh, the Killers did, you know, uh, for years did a, 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 a Christmas song every year, and usually an original Christmas song. I think they only did one cover in there, and they would bring in all kinds of guest artists on some of them. They did one with Elton John. They did one with Neil Tennant from the Pet Shop Boys. Uh, but they, they oh, wow. eventually had had enough to put out an actual Christmas record. And then they said, okay, well, we're not going to do this anymore. But uh, some really great music from them that's come up in the past, you know, 15 years or so. And uh, this is this is one featuring Tony Halliday. Uh, this is called A Great Big Sled. Just love that one, The Killers with Tony Halliday and Great Big Sled. So it's nice to see some some more modern bands keeping up the tradition and still bringing us some original Christmas songs. We've got to take a break, but we will be back in a moment with just a little bit more. You're listening to News Radio 92.3 and AM 1620. It's the most wonderful time of the year With the kids jingle belling And everyone telling you be of good cheer It's the most wonderful time of the year It's the happiest season of holiday greetings and gay happy meetings when friends come to call it's the happiest season of all news radio 92.3 and am 1620 welcome back to let's go pensacola i am your host julio diaz we have been talking about our favorite christmas music and holiday music with chris wilkes from vinyl music hall and i kind of wanted chris for this last segment to get uh, into some of the more, I guess, traditional, for lack of a better term. And for me, that means stuff that comes from before I was born. Uh, you know, it, it's not necessarily the the religious carols or the, you know, the old folk songs or anything like that. But, well, although that, you know, certainly you would include that. But, uh, but uh, right. it's a lot of that, you know, American songbook standards, uh, pop songs like, the most wonderful time of the year by Andy Williams, which is one of my absolute must hears every year. Uh, I, I just, I love that song. And it just reminds me of being a kid at Christmas time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do you have uh do you have anything that like getting outside the, you know, stuff you grew up with as far as like pop stuff that it was like your, your go-tos this time of year? There's very few traditional, uh, and I'd call anything that was before 50 years ago traditional, uh, songs that I don't like, uh, and even not as a religious person myself, there's even some, some you know, more uh, overtly religious 
uh, carols and Christmas songs that I just I just love it. They're beautiful. Uh, I can listen to any 15-minute stretch of any part of the Nutcracker and be completely happy, uh, for one. Uh, man, I don't even know. Uh, it's, it's, it's such a big topic. It, it really is. and even if, it, it really is. I, I, it would be easier for me to say the ones that I don't like from more than 50 years ago. Well, and uh, again, not to focus on that, but let's let's get that yeah. out of the way. What are, what, are the, what, are the, what are some of the ones you don't like? I've, I've never liked Little Drummer Boy. Uh, uh, that's even, even that's more uh, bordering on reason. I think that's maybe 50, 55 years old. It might be a little uh, older than that, but, uh, but it, I want to... It seems like it's been around forever, but, but it, it really was sometime in the mid uh, 20th century that, that that one was written first. I, I will say uh, I'm, I'm with you on that to some extent, but there are two versions of that that I will make an exception for. Uh, there, there's the Joan Jett version, because it's, okay. Joan, because it's Joan Jett. And then, of course, there's the classic uh, David Bowie, Bing Crosby duet. That is just one of the weirdest things ever, but it works. It's such a great duet, but I wish they had picked a different song. Uh, that's where I'm at on that one. Uh, well, I think, you know, I think also the the interpolation of Little Drummer Boy and Peace on Earth, you know, I think I think is what makes that work. True. I think, you know, we, we, maybe we should maybe we should actually play a little bit of that because it's uh it's one of those things that uh that if you don't know it and I don't know how you wouldn't but uh but uh it was such an incongruous pairing uh and by two people that I'm a huge fan of everything they ever did uh so yeah that that alone feels its uh its place well well let's hear I, a little bit of it okay To see Pa-rum-pa-pum-pum Our finest gifts we bring Pa-rum-pa-pum-pum Rum-pa-pum-pum Rum-pa-pum-pum Peace on earth Can it be Years from now Perhaps we'll see our See the day of glory. See the day of living peace. That's David Bowie and Bing Crosby doing Peace on Earth slash The Little Drummer Boy. Uh, you know, it's just one of those things that it, 
it, it sounds like the weirdest combination ever, and it kind of is. If you ever see the uh, the video, which actually is taken from a Bing Crosby Christmas special, uh, where Bowie shows up as a guest at Bing Crosby's house randomly, and he looks like he landed from from you know from Mars. <laughs> yeah, the man that fell to Earth. Yeah, at yeah. Bing Crosby's house, and it's it's just this weird thing. But their voices work together so well, and as well they should, because you know, as far as I'm concerned, two of the greatest singers of all time. Uh, you know, I think I think Bowie and you know, along with Freddie Mercury, is probably the best voice since rock music started. And uh, and then you know, Bing Crosby, of course, is an all-time legendary crooner. So it's one of those, you know, like you got your peanut butter and my chocolate kind of things. But uh, man, oh man, does it work! Uh, I, I and and again, you know, for a song that I don't really care for that much is. Uh, that on its own, the, the little drummer boy, as we mentioned, and, and again, I don't, I don't want to down it too much because again, uh, I think the performance itself, uh, the kind of uh, uh, what do they call that? The duet? No, when they when they merge two songs. Uh, oh, the inter- the, inter- the interpolation. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, uh, or and um, mashup, mashup. It's a mashup, even. Yeah. Uh, uh, I dig that, and I dig the performance. I love seeing those two men just in a room together, singing and hanging out. Uh, I just wish it was a different song. Uh, because beyond that, and we've talked about this before, too, my, my other... <sighs> and not that the man's not a genius, uh, but my other big... Uh, Christmas song Bugaboo is Paul McCartney's simply having a wonderful Christmas time. See, I, and that I, that comes from within our lifetime, so it really should probably be off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, uh, that's off for this true. part. But I, w- I did mean to mention that in the first part because that is one that lots of people go to is the one that just really annoys the heck out of out of them. I do not mind the song. Love it. I, I don't mind it, uh, and and again, I think there have been some pretty good covers of it. The Shins did a good cover of it. But, uh, you know, some people just go, they can't stand it, they hate it, and that's, uh, you know, that you're, it's all about opinion. You're, you're entitled to yours. Uh, uh, but, but from standard classic old ones, uh, and this, this may, no, it won't. It, it, it should fall within. Uh, I really don't like Jingle um, Bell Rock. Or rocking around the Christmas tree, either one of them. You see, I, uh, I love both of those. I don't have a problem with either of those. I, I think they're both overly covered. Uh, I know I've gotten into it with some 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 friends uh, over the guitar work on. That's all fine and well. My problem with it is that uh, one, it's not a rock song; it's a country song. Uh, and yes, I understand the the, the parallels between rock and country. Uh, it's just annoying to me, and I think it, it might be the most covered. When I say modern, I know we're going back, but but from the fifties on, Christmas song, uh, and you're going to hear it three times uh, <laughs> when you walk into a Borders uh, or a Barnes and Noble. Nobody's walking into a Borders anymore, Chris. There, yeah, there, there are no more yeah. Borders. <laughs> but yeah, you're going to hear Wham once, you're going to hear Mariah Carey once, and you're going to hear three different versions of Jingle Bell Rock. Well, you know, one other thing that I think you got to mention, too, is you're going to hear, uh, 
you're going to hear some Motown. You're going to hear some of that, uh, that 50s, 60s, Phil Spector, Wall of Sound stuff in there, too. Speaking of that, one thing I do have an affinity for is the 80s California Raisins Christmas album, which was all, uh, well, there were some standards in there, too, but there was a lot of uh, uh, 50s, 60s Motown uh, uh, Christmas covers on that. And I think that's a great record, especially one that was just put out to sell raisins. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, I, I want to give uh, you know, give some credit to that stuff because that stuff has really stayed perennial. That all, both the Motown and the the girl groups of the of the sixties. Yeah. And, and uh, one of my favorite holiday songs is is Sleigh Ride. It's not really a Christmas song. There's a few songs like that that aren't really Christmas songs, but they're Christmas songs. Winter Wonderland's well, another seasonal. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah but uh, but I one of my favorites is Sleigh Ride, and one of the best versions is by the Ronettes. So let's hear a little bit of that. Just a little bit of the Ronettes version of Sleigh Ride there for you before we uh, have to go. Chris, it has been a pleasure talking about Christmas music with you. Absolutely. I, I hope you and you and yours have a happy Christmas. And to all of you listeners, please have a great Christmas. We will be back here on Boxing Day. That's December 26th, for those of you that don't know, uh, with much more. Until then, Merry Christmas. You're Can listening to News Radio 92.3 and AM 1620.